Open up your ears and open up your mind They'll reach into your throat and pull out your spine And when the sun blows up and the earth is gone They'll still experience grind with Kyle and Sean Snookins, boys Hello Hello, good friend Dave (laughs) Hello, good friend Kyle (laughs) Let's make this as awkward as we can Let's do it, man How the F are ya? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing very well, Bob. Actually, uh, let me start this off by introducing everybody to one half of the Yard Games champions. Co-champion. We talked about it last episode. It happened. Dave is a co-champion. Co-champion but I'm a, Dave. I'm a co-champion with Sean. <laughs> it's not me. lonely at the top, baby. It's not. No. We... Were you guys teammates? No, no we weren't. Figure oh, that no. one out. Oh. <laughs> I went in solo because I was last one picked, and I was half chub like the whole day hearing that I was solo and didn't have to worry about a partner at all. And then Fucking I just repeatedly kicked ass. <laughs> just repeatedly. Yeah. Just slaughtered by, as the dark horse, you came in. Oh, it felt good, man. It felt really oh. I'm a washer's god. That's what you kept saying. Absolutely trash at washers. <laughs> He's trash at washers. He's so bad at washers. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a washers guy. It was to the point that everyone was making fun of the way I was throwing it because I was holding uh, it like I was holding like a bear claw almost. Sure. Flipping it okay. backwards. And then eventually, Steve and Michael from Facebook started throwing it that way too and landing stuff. And Mitch started throwing it that way. And man, that's when I got full chub is when people Wait. were trying to emulate my beautiful, beautiful throwing style. So I was super, super jealous of the fact that you didn't have a partner because as is tradition for most yard games, um, someone dips. Yeah. So you get to a (laughs) point where somebody's too drunk to play and it's usually like your teammate. (laughs) Yeah. And your partner's uh, brain lights went out like a solid two hours before he actually dipped. Oh, yeah, dude. There was a point where Gus looks over at my partner and goes, oh, your partner's fucked. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, no, he's doing good. And then a good like half an hour later, I was standing behind him while he was getting ribs and he was visibly just swaying, not being able to stand on his feet. And I'm like, fuck. And then he he turned green and left. He was cutting those ribs like he had a small mouse or rat in his hat. And he was just learning how to do it for the first time. <laughs> like he read it too. Huh? movements, you know. Yeah, it was it was tough to watch, but we were all very proud of him. He did hold his own <laughs> as long as he could. <laughs> yeah, he made it until I had I had three games left that I had to play out of all of the games, and I think Dave, you had two games left, and. Also, unfortunately, I think most of our games were against Mitch and Stephen Michaels' team. Yeah, because yeah. they got paired again. No way. Yeah, for the second How? year in a row. It didn't go How? nearly as well. Mitch was way too busy hosting. Yeah, I know Mitch was banged up, and so he couldn't really perform. <laughs> yeah, that's not that wasn't the issue. No, <laughs> no. Mitch had this tendency to start like disappearing for like tens of minutes at at a time. And so Stephen Michael is just like, what the fuck? And of course, Mitch comes out. He's like, what are you doing? Why aren't we playing? <laughs> and so, yeah, by the time Dave and I got to the point where we just had like, there was so many games that they had to play 
Mitch was roasted. Like, both <laughs> from the sun and toasted from mm. the booze. Like, yeah, I'll leave it there. Um, and he was, yeah, he was out. And so Dave and I were co-champions. We we ended the day tied in total wins. And we decided that was good enough. Yeah, I wasn't going to play my final game because I don't care. Dave had himself. He deserves it. Uh, so you are could, like, lift our arms at the end of that thing. It's just a whole day of throwing things yeah. at other things. Mm-hmm. And That's Yuri sure. tried to rip my head off. So, like, I couldn't move my head or my arms. <laughs> he definitely turned you into a bat uh, at a point. You were not able to turn your head. Did you RoboCop no. it? Like, I have to turn the whole body? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. A hundred percent. Like, and I was like, this to shoot. Dude, it looked like I had a, an old cordless phone stuck between my ear and my shoulder <laughs> for half of the day. <laughs> it was real bad. Oh, that's was terrible. Oh, man. Dude, we started the game. Well, like half of us started the game shotgunning uh, chocolate milk energy drinks, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. God's lettuce and, comes in liquid form now. That was new to me. Yeah. Science. It was. They didn't incredible. stop to think about if they should. They were just like, <laughs> fuck yeah, bro. Let's drink this. Dude, it's absolutely brilliant. I just went and picked up another four pack today. And the way it breaks down, it's like five bucks per energy drink. Which isn't that much more than getting a Red Bull. It's an energy so, drink that also has chocolate milk in it, huh? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Five milligrams of chocolate milk. I'll be goddamned. So, this is going out to all you snoochie boochies out there, if I'm using that correctly. This podcast has been brought to you by the co yard game champions and of Kyle. 2022 and, and Kyle. Hi, guys. Hey, I got uh, I got questions. So yard games, obviously, Mitch was fucked up in the knee. So I know Polish frisbee was off the table. Was there, there another game brought on board to fill that gap? Fuck yeah, there was. Now, Dave, were you talking about washer toss or sewer hole when you're talking washer about washer toss? Washer toss. I am a, a you are walking really pile good at that game. shit at sewer toss. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You sucked at because I've yeah, always I'm known sewer hole as sewer washers. Hole. Oh, and so wow. I just got my wires crossed. Cross them back, buddy. Yeah, they're, they're back. They're back. By the time you started talking about the way you threw them, <laughs> I'm like, I'm talking about the wrong fucking game right now. No, but Sewer Hole is a toss? stupid game. Oh, washer what Toss is, washer is one toss of the greatest. Thing? Dave, you you describe Washer Toss, but it, it is. I hope it is at every yard games going forward. You got a box. It's got a hole in the middle where you put a big pipe and you throw washers at it for points. Yeah. From like 10, 15 feet away, tiny sure. little washers. Yeah. Uh, you can get it into the the little PVC pipe, or you can get it into the box. Or, or as or. Dave knows, <laughs> as Dave knows, imagine this box. It's one foot by one foot, and it's got it's got like little one inch boards. That's the that's the perimeter. If somehow you get that little tiny washer to either bounce into the box and land on the rim the frame of it the frame of this sure, box sure it is automatic loss it is automatic game over whoever made that shot wins automatically dave was I the got only person golden to be... gunned it twice <laughs> the only recipient all day of a rim job and you got it twice 
twice, and I was up huge both times. Yeah, first one, one was, was against me. Was that asshole Brian? Hmm. And I was up like twelve nothing on him. <laughs> yeah, our game was considerably closer. I think it was like nineteen to sixteen with you in the wi- with you in the lead. That was first and game of the day too. So we first nice game of the fresh. day. This set the Light-eyed tone. And bushy-tailed. Yeah. My partner got a lucky shot, landed it right on the rim, ended the first game early. It was a close game, but you were about to trounce us. Can we talk about your partner's uh, soccer jersey that he wore? Because he wore a PSG soccer jersey, which right away, that goes right for the jugular in my book. You guys were already at each other's throats. But the name (laughs) that he had on the back of it, he said that he was just surrounded by Paraguayans, Uruguayans. He was the only white person on his team. So the name Mm. that he put on the back of it was Gringo Star. (laughs) <laughs> I like so name. damn good i like so the damn name good. yeah yeah it, it was really good and also by the time i noticed what was on the back of his jersey i was already living my nightmare of spending all day in the beating hot sun being forced to listen to the beatles oh no they repeat. played the beatles <laughs> all fucking day oh what i do dude. appreciate is that by the time Mitch was nice and roasted and like other people started showing up, they all ragged on his musical choices for like a good 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he never changes it. It's the same station every time you do anything with him. It's Beatles. He loves the Beatles that much. What's well, it's like a Beatles station. So it just like cycled a lot of like stuff. And like 60s but. rock that sucks ass. Um... Yeah, I don't remember. I've locked it out. Because they don't need <laughs> to be completely honest. I had a steady stream of of uh, weed seltzers going all day. They can't sweep pick and they can't play double bass. It's garbage. Get it out of here. I guess so. I don't want it. Dave's yeah, that was probably a double bass. What? I would love to see Ringo do a double bass pedal. <laughs> I'd love to see Ringo do a he single just falls bass. over and dies. <laughs> yeah. His heart explodes. Well, that didn't go how I thought it would at all. <laughs> He's coming back to Tanglewood like next month. Yeah, let him. Yeah, I'm not going to see him. It's going to be like seating for 15 and 10 of those spots are taken up by his nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, man. That's pretty good. What's he What's he doing? Is he, He's not playing Beatles songs. It's going to be, I don't know, a concert. I have no idea. I don't care. I'm going to look at the uh, available seating in the the shed. The shed is what they call like the indoor seating, the orchestral seating. and um, or It's an actual have, shed. They yeah, put you in an no, actual tough shed. It's actually really fucking nice. I always thought, so growing up, I always thought when people talked about the shed at Tanglewood, I was picturing a shitty little shed. No, it's this fucking amazing amphitheater thing. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Derogatorily called the shed, but it's like. The shed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take it's like you in out. my head. I'm like, is that? Do you sit like next to a garden hoe? Like, that'd be what? tight. If you bring <laughs> the right girl, maybe. <laughs> It'd be even cooler if it was like a speakeasy style situation where it's just like a shed by itself out in the middle of this field, and you go in and like <laughs> twist the lawnmower steering wheel, and like it opens up, and then you go down, and then that's the concert hall. That'd be dope. Like a speakeasy. Like a yeah. run by John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> no spikeasy runs like a deer. Holy shit. What's the uh, password? Dave, Horse you, power. You, you know the day, the day after yard games or that night, 
John Williams was at Tanglewood. I did not know that. I wouldn't have shown up to fucking yard games if I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that either until the next day, and I saw like friends posting it on social media. I'm like, what the fuck? He's doing the 20th. I had no idea he was doing two shows. You should Man, go up you for the 20th. Have shown Dave. up with our trophies and held them up and been like, John, look at us. Check We've us got out, trophies John. too now. Yo, we're winner. I got my I got my goblet of fire, John. You got your Oscar. Oh, big whoop! You only had to beat five people for that in the year. I had to beat like nine <laughs> drunk. Hey, did you guys play the one with like the uh, the wooden blocks? Coop, that game sucks. Coop's great, buddy. It's I great. enjoyed Coop. Yeah, I really enjoyed Coop last time I was at the yard games. Pleasantly surprised Viking by it. Viking chess. Yeah, Viking yeah, chess. Nice. I had just seen a YouTube uh, about it, but fucking hey, man! I'm glad you both won. I, did you guys co-champion because both of, like, well, Sean's partner dipped. So my partner was- dipped, and like I wasn't like, dude, I went undefeated like my first seven or eight games, or <laughs> six or seven. Like we went undefeated for a while, and we are handily trouncing people. I didn't until Dave's like, yo, I'm tied with you. Like the two, like us and Dave were just trouncing everybody. And uh, yeah, by the time my partner left, like I said, I only had like three games left and two of those were against Mish's team. And so I got two of the games out of the way. And then it was just like, what's the point? Like it was the ultimate gentleman's agreement. Yeah. That Sean that we just like, hold over friends heads for two years. Like if I had to. Like, if I played Stephen Michael and won, like, I would have taken both trophies, and that just felt dirty. Like, Dave didn't deserve that. Because he well, kind of got fucked by Mitch and Stephen Michael, too, you know? A little bit, but my rule was I was going to, if I won outright, I was going to give my other trophy to Caitlin, Mitch's wife. Which would have been absolute bullshit, because then Mitch would have <laughs> just claimed that he had three trophies. I would have said, make sure it's on her side of the bed. <laughs> make sure. People are going to think, start thinking that it's rigged, though. Because all four all four years, I've won two and Mitch has won two. One of us has won all four years. Well, and me and Kyle team up in two years. We're going to shut you right the fuck up. That'd be How a fun that? time. Okay. Yo, miss you, buddy. We used to we do the- We missed you, uh, Kyle. You could have you stayed at the weird Airbnb with us. How me, was the Airbnb? Brian was it creeptastic? The way that Yuri put it was, this smells haunted. Oh, man. <laughs> You'd have to believe in ghosts, though. It would probably smell like murder. <laughs> I had like the most uncomfortable bed in the world. Yeah, but it was such a small room with such a, a like a high powered air conditioner that I slept like a baby. It was amazing. Mm. I like how you guys kept inviting me to to crash at the place, and you never once told me that it smelled like haunted. <laughs> You're ghostly. Yeah, you sure. Right in. You would have like seen dead people. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea where to go go with that. I I wanted to tie it into like Casper, but that's just creepy. I don't think there were any real friendly ghosts in Sixth Sense. Um, I don't know. Isn't Bruce Willis's character pretty friendly? No, the whole time he's trying to like stay too close to a kid, and it's weird. Mm, that's a good point. Maybe I, I should give it another watch. The guy that was standing next to the car holding his guts in was pretty friendly. He could have just let those spill <laughs> out. You know, <laughs> he could have let him just lie around <laughs> littering his guts everywhere. Right, right. 
What a courteous dead boy. Right? You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> Shit. It's the things you don't think about. Why Why was that movie awesome? And then, like... <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Was that movie awesome, or was it awesome because it was so novel? Eh. That's a, that's a question that I just thought of right now. It still works. Yeah? If you clearly, if you don't know what's coming, like it's awesome for the one time that you're going to watch it. I, I think it lands the first time really well. I think for every other time after that, it's kind of fun to pick up on the clues. Okay. Just signs follow is, the bread trail. Signs uh, is also a different dope movie. Still. What you know about you signs? Say, uh-huh. I said signs is pretty dope still. I like I signs. I have seen so many maybe it's nope it's gotta be nope being out right now that i am seeing so many people referring back to signs and be like this is the first time i saw an alien freaked out and it's like it's just that still it's clip the birthday that clip man that was the yeah. creepiest fucking thing i've ever gone through in a movie theater holy Vominos, shit kids vamanos <laughs> yeah, yeah fucking joaquin phoenix yelling at the tv yeah what in Spanish, ass. because it's a bunch of, like, Spanish kids. <laughs> but that, I think like, they're Brazilian, the which is wrong anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Portuguese? It is Portuguese, pre- yeah. Yeah. It's close enough. It's close azul enough. Azul, azul. <laughs> Boyos. Boyos. Uh, yo. I forgot. Uh, this probably should have been a Stoner movie September pick, but we got into it a month early. We we hit the secret I stash. A, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Was there any God's Lettuce in this movie? Fuck yeah, yes. man. Jay At fucked the up the two guys for sure with the snoochie-boochies. Oh, yeah, these complaint. guys got super stoned and beat the guy up. I think they mentioned Jay being a drug dealer a couple times, too, maybe. It's At so least- jarring to see him not in front of the quick stop. And they're it's just so the, jarring. <laughs> they're just in the mall for this movie. Well, I, it's the most Jersey thing in the world. Like I, I relate so hard to this movie. It's ridiculous. Were you a mall rat, Dave? Let's get into it, I guess. This will be a good segue. I'm from, I'm from Jersey, baby. Of course I'm a mall rat. That's awesome. This is what we used to do for fun. Man. You used to go to the mall, you used to stand too close to the fountain, wonder why it smelled like piss a little bit, and then you carried on to wherever you had to go, to one of the two EB games that were like 100 feet apart from each other. It made we no had, sense. My, um, our mall had an EB game and a GameStop, and they were on just different wings of the mall. But Well, we had a GameStop yeah. also, and then if you went outside um, by the original like California Pizza Kitchen, you could go to the Funko Land that was out there. It was Damn. awesome. And no one was ever at the Funko Land. Do you guys remember Babbage's that then became Electronics Boutique and then EB Games? Mm -hmm. I loved it when it was Electronics Boutique. Mm. That whole transformation is just like following in my head, thinking back to the mall, like there are so many like points at which I can tell you that the mall changed, you know? Back when it was Babbage's and you had all of these record shops and VHS shops and, you know, cassette shops even going, wow, I'm I'm not even that old. Why do I remember all of this? But, <laughs> you but are like, that old. We are all yeah, that old. I guess so. Like those in the Walden books that was there for fucking 20 years and 
it, and then like those started slowly disappearing and then you've got like eb games uh electronics boutique then eb games and fyes and stuff like that and all those smaller shops closed but yeah man i, I felt I, this movie so hard dude well this is hard nostalgia i feel like the fye was like second generation like us at the mall also because yeah. like first generation would have been like Suncoast and Sam yes. Goody and stores like that. Yes. The oh. Sam Goody. We had a Sam Goody at my mall. I remember I gotta look one up. That's funny. You were from Jersey, so you had the mall experience. Uh I didn't get the mall experience till I was like 14, 15, I guess. I mean, I guess it's when everybody does, but until I had a car because the mall was like a 30 minute drive from where I lived. Before that, it was uh, bike to and be a Walmart rat. You just hang out <laughs> at fucking Walmart and rule America because that's what you can do. So I remember many a Saturday just walking around that being stupid. But that's funny because it's like Walmart was such a new thing for us in like the Northeast. Really? We grew up with just malls everywhere. Yeah. Legitimately, there's like five malls within 20 minutes of me that I could go to. And there was one dirt mall. It was awesome. But when like we got a Walmart, everyone's like, holy shit, a Walmart? <laughs> like, how exotic. We don't have to go anywhere. Well, that's funny because on the other hand, like I remember being a kid and like a trip to the mall was like a once a year like special thing like you were like whoa it's got all these stores in here what what just video games here oh my god Uh, dude toys r us was another hour away when you went to toys r us dog i don't even i never had one of those around here Mm. it was toys r us world headquarters was legit five minutes from my house that's insane so we had a number of them around too damn that is that's why I, my, from where I am sitting right here, I can see KB Toys' old headquarters. Really? From your yeah. window? That's crazy. Man. Yeah. Their main offices were right behind my work. I walk past it every day. And now it's like a publishing office. I remember in the, Oh, good. Uh, Two failing companies. That's yeah, perfect. right? <laughs> yes. There was the, uh, that Nickelodeon contest every year where like a kid could go crazy and, uh, what was it? We just talked about it. A Toys R Us. And they never went to the video games, man. They'd go there and they'd pick up like two. And I was like, man, I'd grab every single one of those like little cards. Give me every single. I would live in the video yeah. games. I would live in the Legos. I don't know what they were doing. It's like they're getting like fucking Beanie Babies. They always get the moon shoes. The moon shoes suck, y'all. <laughs> moon shoes are garbage. Did you have moon shoes? Yeah, they would try. They would always have like. Have a display of them like stacked up, and then like they would run by and grab it and be like, "Oh, they got the moon shoes!" Because it's Nickelodeon, they gotta push their own shitty product. They gotta, they gotta. Yeah. Oh, he's got a ticket to Space Camp, and he actually <laughs> yeah. has Mark Summers in his shopping cart. I wanted to go to Wild Space and Camp crazy so kids. bad. Wild and Crazy Kids they was ha- dope. Mm. They had like entire obstacles like in there built with moon shoes, and the way that you shot it—at least in my mind's eye—I'm thinking back to watching those clips, you would they would put on these moon shoes and they'd shoot it from an angle looking up so sure. it just looked like these kids were launching Super into high. these balloons. Super high. It was probably only like three feet off the fucking Not even ground. That. I doubt it was that. They yeah. were standing in like a storage Tupperware <laughs> thing that just happened to have like the slightest bit of spring in yeah. them. But also And how how tall are seven year olds? Like a foot and a half? <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> Math checks out. I remember Wild and Crazy Kids, though, man, they would shoot a lot of those, coincidentally, in malls. Because that's where, like, you could get a lot of kids together on a Saturday afternoon to shoot some fucking cable TV. Bring your kids out to that's the Hendersonville wild. Mall and we'll slingshot them at a tub of yogurt. <laughs> 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 and they'll win points and maybe like a Sony Walkman cassette player. All of our contestants today. I'm Mark Summers and fuck your kid. Mark Summers, he did, he did Double Dare. Who were the wild and... Uh, it was, he did do Double Dare. It was Omar Gooding. It was Wayne Brady. It was <laughs> Brady. Ryan Stiles. And, oh, man. Uh, they never Greg age. Proved. They're ageless. I did enjoy the shit out of uh, whose line it is. Colin Mockery. That's the other white guy. That's the one I was thinking of. Omar Gooding and Donnie Jeff. Donnie Jeff. It was Donnie. I remember that. Such a white kid. He was blonde haired. <laughs> he had the fucking. Uh, who was the chick? There was a girl, too. Always a girl. Melanie? Annette Chavez. Annette Chavez. And Jessica Gaines in, in the last two seasons. Damn. Well, of course. Wait, there was a revival of that course. lasted 10 episodes? Of course. In 2002? 10 episodes. Garbage. <laughs> that's that's the right amount of time for a revival to say. <laughs> no, this doesn't yeah. work. Okay, so I got... What is the Nickelodeon shit on? Paramount or Peacock? Paramount, I believe. I think it's Paramount. Yeah. Okay, so so I had had a free like month trial of Paramount, and I like didn't watch anything. And I had company over, and I'm like, yeah, that's just... We watched something stupid. So we drank some chocolate milk and we somehow ended up on like five episodes of Nickelodeon Guts. Nice, dude. Can no, I ask was, you a quick question? Yeah, it was bad. What? Do, 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 do you have it? Do you have it? Nickelodeon Guts. Guts was fucking. I hated it as a kid. I like it more now. I always prefer Legends of the Hidden Temple, though. Yeah. That was the jam. I think, I mean, Legends of Hidden Temple came out quite a few years after Guts. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Well. Um, so I think they just had time to get it better. Because even looking bad at, back at Guts and Global Guts, it wasn't that great. And, like, the production quality was t- t- trash. <laughs> it was all this, um, this one little studio, <laughs> like, up in Canada. Or, no, that was in Florida, yeah. I think. <laughs> it was in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, definitely had a... What Universal Studios? Mm-hmm. Yep, but it was basically just like this is a pool. This is a kid on a kayak. Also, he might be autistic. Let's see if he can get the flag. <laughs> Here's a 20 meter track. Run on Run it. Run around it. They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna crawl like armadillos. Why? Because sports. I'm Didn't not they gonna also lie. Have they... like the the bike that you like sit down on. And you like use the your recumbent hands to, bicycle. To crank it. It's like that's not something special like your dad probably has one somewhere nick there's the thing though guts though i had a crush on mo not gonna lie yo google her now she looks exactly the same really good and surprisingly her full name's moira why didn't i figure that out i don't know uh, <laughs> i do just because i started saying this and i don't want somebody to like take it the wrong way i do have a crippled dude that lives across the street from me that has one of those bikes that's all arm powered yeah and um I didn't want to just leave it as uh, I have a crippled guy and oh. not finish my statement. So, but you didn't even have to start that sentence. You chose to go the full way with a brand new thought. No, no, that was still he was talking about the bike, and then oh. never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. One of those. I got it out there. Got there was a point Sean. to it. 
<laughs> so, Dave, you you grew up as like a full fledged mall rat. Full fledged mall rat. Willowbrook Mall was my go to, my stomping ground. Okay. When did you start? Ooh, probably nine or ten. Nine or ten. You, would, you have your you folks just, like, drop you off, off the mall. Say, you just kind of okay. cruise around. Yeah, get dropped. You don't off. buy anything. So, I mean, watching this movie. They don't buy anything the entire time, and he just walks around holding a little cup. It's like, yeah, that's it's it. It's a sample cup that he gets free samples of at every place <laughs> he goes amazing. to. Yep. Filled up with Coke, no ice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all right. I get, so we brought him up. I got to say, Brody is one of my favorite movie characters of all time, period. I don't know why I love Brody. Jason's Lee is... Uh, he's fucking amazing in this role. He, he gets the slacker... To a T, but still has that heart of gold. Mm. He also got the role in the coolest way possible because he kind of got it as a favor uh, to Giovanni Ribisi's mom. Really? <laughs> uh, I don't remember her name, but uh, Mrs. Ribisi, let's sure, call her, sure. had a daughter and was dating an ex-skateboarder named Jason Lee. Oh. And Kevin Smith met with him and uh, Jason Lee was just eating a Whopper, apparently. And Kevin Smith's like, you seem perfect for the show. He goes, oh, all right. And then he just went back to eating his whop. <laughs> That's very on brand for Jason Lee. That's there incredible. There you go. <laughs> One of my this f- may have been, what? this may be my favorite Jason Lee movie. It's or, or role that he's had, for sure. He's in a couple more of he these Kevin Smith movies. Kills it. But yeah, he's fucking amazing in this. It's like. If I hadn't known that story you just told me, Dave, I would have thought that he wrote the role specifically for him because Jason Lee is everything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what shifted after the fact because Kevin Smith kind of made him the de facto lead character Mm -hmm. of the movie. Yeah, you. I think you're supposed to think it's one of the weird London boys. Which one was it? Well, which is crazy too, because Jeremy London, (laughs) Jeremy London would have much more star power coming into this and coming out of it than Jason Lee did, but. There we go. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I had only known Jeremy London from Out Cold. And so oh, like man. going into this, I'm like, oh, I know that movie. guy. Yeah. Out such Cold a good movie. is And he plays yeah. essentially the same exact fucking character in both movies. Yeah. So. Well, and the same as also in Days and Confused. He's also just Jeremy London. <laughs> <laughs> the range. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, he really nails it. But... <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, uh, Brody, though, goddamn, just the fantastic most, he's the, I don't know, there is a movie called Slacker, but I feel Brody's the, the quintessential Slacker character of the 90s movie, like, he just got done well, nailing like Shannon Doherty, like a- and the last thing he can think of is finding his pause Sega controller so he can finish <laughs> taking the whalers. I was just gonna say, like, can you imagine... If a Guinness World Record man was standing in that bedroom, <laughs> and like the second after his head gets knocked on by Shannon Doherty and he wakes up, going from that to grabbing a controller, do you think it set a Guinness World Record? Of what? Just like awkwardness of him looking? Just, no, in general. Like he went from zero to 60 to the whale's got to beat the Canucks. Yeah. Very It only quickly. happens once or twice a year. And not much more after that because the whale went away. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Hurricanes? Oh man, that that part's great. It just shows his uh, his narcissistic qualities. Uh, I don't know, man. Goddamn, Jason Lee's fantastic in this flick, and 
I'm glad Kevin Smith got him. Uh, we got. <laughs> I really appreciated Ben Affleck is introduced as Buttman, and I was like, oh, he becomes Batman. It's <laughs> perfect. Twenty five years after this movie, way to go! Way to way to pitch that one up, Kevin Smith. Yeah, he saw it. He calls it how he sees he, it. He played the long game. Ben Affleck is a uh, a wild looking. Pretty boy, this this fancy outfit he's wearing is awful. Was that fashion in the nineties? Well, he's a fashionable male. I, it was so bad. The pleated pants, the the half button up <laughs> shirt with thirty buttons, and he he didn't have like four of them buttoned. It was. He looked like man. If they were going for like douche nozzle that you want to punch in the face, they absolutely crushed it. And clothing him. And I guess looking back at it, like early 90s, sure, there's got to be people that dress like that. But fuck, man. <laughs> You're such a douche. I feel like they're coming off that Miami Vice era of like the suit jacket with the rolled up sleeves. And they're just trying to like find the next best thing now. It was all still oversized. I remember everything in the 90s was still big. Like, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It yeah. didn't really fit you yet. You had big shoulder pads still. God. Ugh. Especially the early 90s, yes. for sure. So he was also in Dazed and Confused. Jeremy London? He sure was. Sure was, buddy. He was no, Ben Affleck. Affleck. Oh, yeah. Of course he yeah. was. Yeah. He was like the king paddle. Everyone was terrified of him. Hey, well, all you Dazed freshman confused, bitches. Like... Dude, that movie's so damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I when I finally get around to watching it, I'll keep you in mind. Um, was Dazed and Confused like one of his first like lee more of a leading type things jeremy london because then this would be sh- no, no ben <laughs> affleck. Oh, yeah sorry they're just both in it this guy's Stop obsessed with london, jeremy man. london i love jeremy london no ben affleck uh it was a smaller role but i think it was one of his earlier things gotcha. can i blow your mind right now yeah yeah please jeremy london is not dazed and confused oh is it the other london it's the other one. Oh. It's the twin. I just had to look it up because I was like looking up whatever Ben Affleck's name was, which I'm still scrolling down to find. But no, that's a that's a Jason in there. Wait, there's two of yeah, them? Yeah, they're twins. Yeah. Wait, so is he even in Out Cold? I think it is Jeremy <laughs> London in Out Cold. Look it up now. Now I'm curious. I'm pretty sure it is Jeremy. Yeah, now I'm looking it up. Out I'm cold. sorry. You guys keep going. Uh, How sad is that? That you have like a pair of twins who are like sharing When was When is Dazed and Confused then? That's or then. Ninety three, and then this was what ninety ninety five. So one brother got his chance, and the other one got his, and now they're I don't know what they're doing. They're doing ZJ's on the side of the (laughs) New Jersey Turnpike or whatever. All right, so Dave, I I appreciate. Fuck, it's Jason. It is Jason and Out Cold. I think he is the better actor of the two. What the fuck? (laughs) My mind was just blown more than anything Dave said today. You mean neurotic isn't an acting choice, Jeremy London? <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just, you just, yeah. Wow. That's my, that's my Jeremy London. That's not that great. Nailed it. But Dave, I it's, was so curious how you got Jeremy London on this podcast, and it was just Kyle. It was me. Surprise. You were, uh, you're my, I, you're my view askew guy. You're also a big Kev Smith fan. I am. I respect the fuck out of that. I guy. do too, buddy. He's one. Him. Uh, his story and Robert Rodriguez were two of like the most inspiring because Robert, you got your Sundance darlings. Well, Robert Rodriguez, I think when he was shooting El Mariachi, man, he took out like 
three credit cards with like a $20,000 limit and just max those <laughs> bitches out on the hope that like he knew what he was, he had something there and whoo, that is a fucking risk, dude. <laughs> just yeah, man, if you believe in yourself, you can fly. That's all it is. And I mean, with Kevin Smith, he's a big believer in, I want to see this. So I'm just going to go make it. And that's what he kind of pitches to everybody still. Like, if you want to see something, you want to hear something, you want to tell a, this story, just go do mm-hmm. it. Manifest it in this world. I love it. That What are you waiting for? It's funny, even though Clerks is super independent, self-produced, black and white, I feel like Mallrats is the punk rock movie of Kevin Smith's career more than Clerks. Clerks is like an indie rock album that's... Still, like, rough, but I don't know. Mallrats is just real. Fuck yeah, I got a big budget movie. I'm fucking around. I'm going to do whatever I want. He had a studio behind him on this one, too, so he could fuck around to a point. And that's why there's, like, multiple cuts of this movie now, which is weird. I've only seen, like, this one, I think. This is, I, I love this movie. And it's, again, probably because I own the DVD. That's what I watched for this episode, so... How did your movie start? What was the opening scene? It's uh, it's him showing up at the house. Nope. No? Nope. So there's another cut of him and the girl. Brandy, is it? Yeah. Brandy Spenning? How they're on the roof of like a high school auditorium or whatever it is. And he's dressed as like a Minuteman because he's in the school play. And she's looking through a telescope and whatnot. And... Um, there's a governor outside with the dad, Michael Rooker, who's pitching his TV show. It's really weird. It's awful. And there's a weird running through line of Jeremy London wanting to kill the governor. Even though it's like, it was just a misunderstanding. What? And, yeah, I, uh, I right thing to cut. Either. Right thing to cut. It's there. It's, it's absolutely there. It's not on the DVD that version. I have, but I, I went on to, uh, Cody and found that one. That's uh, the one I watched this time. I'll be goddamn. I need to. I need to find that one. Um, no, you don't. I, it's two hours, two minutes long. You don't need to find that one. I mean, I kind of do. Okay. I, I mean, <laughs> this put is it that like a, a good hour and a half, but like, I wouldn't mind. Okay, so I think this is the opposite for me of like a Lord of the Rings, where if I watched like the <laughs> shortcut of Lord of the Rings, you know, I I don't think I would be. I don't think I'd feel like I wanted to watch the extended. Whereas this, I see a shortcut of this, I'm like. Yeah, give me an extra half hour of this, you know? I, I want to live more in that mall in Minnesota. That'd be great. Yeah. Thanks. That's just like a world of stupidity, but like it's also like an innocent stupidity, you know? Nobody's <laughs> super malicious in this movie, which is great. It's all super slapsticky and like, like I don't know. Ben Affleck, They're even able to make the butt stuff jokes yeah, with he, a smile. He wants to have sex in a very uncomfortable <laughs> position. <Inappropriate. laughs> yeah. What like the back of a Volkswagen? I got a Volkswagen. I'll, oh. I'll start recording from there right now if you want. Man, I used to. <laughs> I I can't tell you how much of this movie I used to quote all the fucking time. Do the sneak sneak. I still do quote this yeah, movie all the I fucking time. Too, this is my gateway Kevin Smith movie. It is. <sighs> this. I wish this is the movie. Okay, so the, because of the show, I started watching the Kevin Smith movies. Like I hadn't seen Clerks. I think I've seen Clerks. Clerks too. If I think there's more that I've watched. We did Jay and Silent Bob uh, Strike Back for Stoner Movie yeah. September last year. Yeah, I Classic. did that one. Um, I wish we start like I started with this one because mm-hmm. I think it would have really like hooked me in because those first couple of movies were like 
really all right. But this is, I think, the first one where I'm like, this was a really great, fun, like, just fun ride. And maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's, like, on the lighter side, I guess. The plot this doesn't super This is your matter. first time seeing this one? Yeah, this was Shani's yep. first time, yeah. That's that's so exciting. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I rented it. I have it for thirty days. I rented it for like four bucks, and I'm actually kind of bummed. How do you that rent I something for it. thirty days now? I feel like uh, Bezos is like know. looking over your shoulder and like three days. I'm cutting the fuck <laughs> off. It was on YouTube. Oh, YouTube lets you have thirty Damn. days, which is pretty cool. But now I'm actually kind of bummed that I didn't just spend like that extra ten bucks and just get a Blu-ray of this. Like I said, because I'd watch the like special features and shit. Nice, you know. I still have my my original DVD. I think this was the second or third DVD I ever bought in my life was this copy of Mallrats. I bought it at Sam Goody at the mall because I loved Mallrats, man. I'd seen Clerks and like I fell in love with Clerks and I was like, oh, shit, this guy has more movies. Okay, here's one. Mallrats. Let's see this one. And then that was that was it. Do you guys remember Saturday Matinee, the movie store? I didn't know what it, what is that? That that was like that was like the movie store at my mall like when I was when I was younger. Saturday matinee. Hmm. VHSs and you could get D, uh DVDs for a pretty hefty price, but back when they first came out, uh, yeah. Yeah, back when they first came out. But man, you still have your OG DVD. I just ordered UHF. I'm pretty No excited. shit. <laughs> that is extremely exciting. Have you seen UHF, yeah. Sean? I haven't seen it since. Oh, like man. Mitch and I were little yeah. kids. Oh man, I saw it at his house. Like, I'm so still hyped. holds up. That is one of the movies I remember loving so much that I actually went on Amazon and just got the I got the Blu-ray. Who, who would have thought that Weird Al is a comedy genius and that his work holds up? <laughs> I never would have. Thirty years huh. later, he's Weird. still relevant, hmm. and he's got a fucking movie coming out. Oh, he does. Yeah, Daniel. Fucking Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe is uh is Weird Al Yankovic. What an arc. Harry Potter to Weird Al. Who would have seen that coming? Well, Nobody. when he played the farting corpse, I had an idea it could have went that way. <laughs> I mean, fair. at this point, it's not surprising that he's Weird Al. Like, Comedy gold across the yeah. board. It's, it's fantasticness. <laughs> uh, so, Shani, having never seen Mallrats before, yep. you obviously, you've liked this one. Um yeah, I love the shit out That's of this. Awesome. This was one of those movies I watched this morning at eight this morning. I think I messaged you saying I just finished the movie and I'm going to get a four pack of my, those energy seltzers, right? And I wish I did it in the opposite mm. way because <laughs> if I get shotgun one of them bad boys this morning and then watch this movie, oh, that would have been incredible. But that being said. I didn't look at my phone once and just sat there and watched this entire movie laughing, like being hit with punch after punch after punch of nostalgia, like all the way, like narrowing down to a fucking like repetitive magic eye <laughs> stupid skit that just keeps coming yep. back and back. Uh-huh. It's a sailboat. Oh, a nice sailboat. Oh, it's a schooner. You Jeez, know, it's dumb like. Bastards. Oh, Dumb bastard is one of my favorite wonderful insults. details. Still use it to this day. Yeah, it was great. Oh, uh, fuck. So Brody is, of course, we've discussed fantastic. It is you. You talk about that you you didn't look at your phone once because 
despite what Dave, I guess, watched added in, thank God they did cut that stuff because this is a perfectly paced movie, man, with it it clips right along. There's no fat. It's all entertainment. It is very slapsticky. It's very lighthearted. Uh the fucking Everything that happens matters. Yes, it does. Uh, we get callbacks to everything, including Kevin Smith, or I'm sorry, Silent Bob doing the Jedi mind trick at the very beginning. <laughs> Even going back to fucking Stan Lee, like a line for Stan Lee has a huge payoff at the end with Stan Lee. It's like all of the small stuff. And like that point where you're sitting there and you're getting introduced to all of these characters and in my head I'm trying to gauge how old everybody is because you never quite know in a setting like that and like they're talking about graduating is a college is a high school and then all of a sudden there's this 15 year old chick that's banging everybody and recording it and I'm like that's super for science cool. don't just put it that way it's for science okay well it may be for science but I'm sitting there like wait what <laughs> And then by the end of the movie, I felt much better about, you know, the movie makers. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, that's not cool. That's what they're called, the movie makers. They used it to get back at... Making magic. (laughs) Ben Affleck. That's the most fucked up ending ever. How he just stands up and he's like, oh, see that? She's only 15. The cop's just like, yeah, that's good enough for me to arrest this strange man. (laughs) I love... You can't punch him. He's under my custody. Ben Affleck's like... Just one time. Okay, make it quick. I thought she was 30. (laughs) Come on, guys. You're telling me you wouldn't boof that? She was 38. <laughs> and the cop's like, come on, man. No. I'm taking you to jail, dude. Oh, I love that he's God. talking to her all filthy, and she's just like, could not give less of a fuck. Because ah. she's a scientist. How did uh, yeah, she was- How did Ben Affleck and Kevin Smith get linked up? You know this. I'm honestly not. I sure. don't know either, man. I got linked up, and then then he wrote "Chasing Amy" specifically for, for him. Him. They're they're like best buddies, even though Ben Affleck is like they, this. Now they're back. Now they're back. They did have a, a little bit of a falling out, right? Yeah, <laughs> they had like a like a twenty year fall. Was it that out. long? No, it was a long time uh, from Jersey Girl uh-huh. on. I think it was that. But now they're back, and Kevin kind of grew up and said like oh well some people told stories they weren't supposed to and then the other one was ben affleck mm-hmm. so he owned it kevin's in a weird renaissance again now. yeah he is also ben affleck too i saw a very funny meme that was like ben Dunn went through all this bullshit to come out the other side riding on the bow of a boat taking a nap married to jennifer lopez <laughs> it's like yeah he really came out the other side man <laughs> he did it man yeah. He did it. He's living the dream still. And he's back to being Batman again. He's a Is great he? Batman. He's so yeah. good in Batman. In in BVS, he's terrific. In Justice League, he's terrific. He's apparently he was uh hanging out with Jason Momoa in the in the Bruce Wayne costume. So he's doing something that people say for Aquaman Deuce. <laughs> the man's back in the cow. <laughs> what Aquaman Deuce? That's what it's gonna be. Is Amber Heard in it? Does anybody what, know? Nobody knows. I think she got cut from it full blown. Oof. Oof. Amber Heard? Oof. That would make sense, right? Imagine. <laughs> Imagine being Dave, how worse than Ezra Miller somehow. <laughs> I don't know how it's possible. I don't know either. <laughs> That's dude, I would, what? <laughs> Ezra Miller Flash is still not canceled somehow. Everything else around Flash has been canceled. 
Flash but stands alone. Is he like okay? So is it canceled? But are they still actively filming anything? Can they get him to a location to do literally anything? No. Fla- Flash is done. That's filming, the thing but with the whole WB thing that's happening, and now that HBO and WB and Discovery Plus they have this whole mer- like merger that they did. Yeah, it's just so ugly business wise the way they're doing it. It's right. so ugly. It's classic WB though. They just want to catch up to Marvel and Disney without ever putting in the work beforehand. And they've been saying they have like a 10 year plan for the last 20 years. It just doesn't work. It's like that scene in big daddy where he's like, I've got to, I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. Exactly. (laughs) To not die. How do you feel Dave about there being two concurrent ongoing Batman worlds with different actors? I love it. I absolutely love it. Why wouldn't we want more of something? And if you look at the comic book genre, you have Batman being written by Chip Zdarsky now. You have Detective Comics. You have Tom King writing Batman Killing Time and all this Batman One Bad Day stuff or whatever it is. Like You have multiple Batmen already, different Mm -hmm. iterations. Whoever depends on... Well, even as Stan Lee said, he said, who wins in a fight between like Thor and the Hulk? Whoever the writer mm-hmm. wants. Yeah. it's And that's the way to look at it is there's multiple iterations. There's different ways to portray a different character. Well, and I think in general, I think the audience is. The more, yeah, the better. The audience can figure it out. And I think that. Back in like the Tim Burton days, you know, sure, comic book nerds and kids knew who Batman was, but your fucking grandparents are like, who the fuck is Batman? But like, no, dude, people know who Batman is. Like. Right. I think it's right. fascinating, and I'm so glad that studios are letting this mm-hmm. happen. Like, that DC will let that happen. Because I feel like, you know, even 10 years ago, they're like, no, we need this one instance of Batman. This is our Batman of whatever this generation is. And now, like you saying, it's more embracing, like, the comic bo- book nature of, well, this one can be doing its own thing, and this is a completely different thing over here. So, I don't know. I just wanted your take on that. Well, that's the whole thing, though, is... With the MCU, everything's just canonical at this point, and everyone puts so much weight on things being canonical. And if you want to go back to, like, Star Wars, it has to be canonical. You don't have to have that. You can tell different stories with different actors, different worlds, whatever it is. The more, the better in my mind. It's so awesome seeing these characters come to life in any way that you want them. I was going to say, we technically have three because, you know, you have the Joaquin Joker, which is its own universe still that... Which we have no idea yeah. what that universe yeah. is. is it, who's it connected to? Where is it going? It, does it have? A, it, but does it have to be connected yeah, at exactly. all? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Which is the yeah. interesting part. Yeah. It'll have its own Batman. It you don't need to have connections to things. It's just let things live on their own. And sorry to soapbox, but speaking the more the speaking better, of man. anything for entertainment to get out of this shitty existence. That we, we do have a shitty one. Speaking yeah. of the connections and the through lines, uh, you know, we do have the greatest through line in View Askew history, which is Jay and Silent Bob. Portrayed a, a little bit differently here than their their clerk's uh, first encounter, I guess, is how I will label that. Um, but I like them. Again, they are also a lighter, more aloof than they were. And clerks, they're, you know, it's, it's often dark. They're shot in harsh shadow. They're drug dealers. They're not good guys. They're hanging out, like, kind of being scummy. And this one, they're, they're anti-heroes along with Brody, you know? They're... They're doing the force of good. They're fighting the evil LaFleur, LaFleurs. 
I love this portrayal of these uh-huh. characters. I, I love this instance of them. I I just they're like how much you see them doing and the stupid shit. Like they have these grandiose plans. They have fucking blueprints. Like gorgeous, gorgeously drawn uh-huh. blueprints, and it Very looks Looney so tunes. great. And they just are so fucking stupid. I wonder how much it has to do with ownership rights. And I say that because on one of the more recent episodes of Hollywood Babylon, it's Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. It's a fantastic podcast. So damn good. Kevin Smith talked that uh, Kevin Smith talked about how he doesn't own Clerks anymore. Oh, right. And I don't think he owned it after it got purchased at Sundance. But his lawyer asked him, is there anything from this that you want to own? He said, yeah, I guess Jay and Silent Bob. Like, that's me as a character. It's my best friend Jay as a character. That's what I want to own. And they got the ownership rights to Jay and Silent Bob. So he actually owns the characters. So I feel like since this is his second attempt at a flick, that he wanted to actually flesh them out a little bit more at this I point. Like, they do go on to become like a central force, especially they're huge, like they're linchpin characters in Dogma. Like they save existence. <laughs> they do. It's wild. <laughs> then they get their own sequel. Uh, kind of a big Kevin Smith gives, or I'm sorry, Silent Bob gives the eponymous monologue in Chasing Amy that, you know, sets everything in, not in motion, but like, is the the view askew looking hole, I guess. Um That's a good way but to put it. He's uh in this one, you know, it's just Looney Tunes, Batman, uh he has all those beautiful, beautiful toys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to do the mind trick. Uh Jay is of course annoyed by it, telling him to knock it off. I love uh Jason Muse is just so carefree and charismatic, like could you imagine if they had replaced Jason Mewes with Seth Green? I, I'd read something today that said the studio almost replaced him with Seth Green. I I, I fucking hate really? Seth Green. Really? I like Seth like, Green. I think he gets a bit of a I, bad rap. Every He's time fine. I see him, yeah. I'm, I just want to turn off the TV. Yeah. <laughs> he can. Harsh. He's take. a little. He, yeah, it's like it's like looking in the mirror, you know? <laughs> You're like three feet taller than him. <laughs> it's like looking at a warped mirror. It's tiny. <laughs> ah, have you ever seen Airborne? Which one's yes. that? Which does that have an elephant coming out? No, of No, that's Operation that Dumbo Drop. Airborne is the one where uh, the kid is like a rollerblader <laughs> and he moves to like the new. Oh, jeez. He moves yeah. to the New Hampshire right. town and joins the <laughs> hockey team. It's also it's like Seth Green and Jack Black's first movie. Jack Black is a high school bully. It's great. Fucking love Airborne. That, that works. That's a good movie. <laughs> it's a movie. Dave, you yeah. want to come back for Airborne sometime in the future? <laughs> I would be honored to. I guess. I would. Uh, I don't know. I. There, all right. So, I like Seth Green. There's absolutely no way Seth Green could do a J. Well, he could do J, but it wouldn't be J. Let me say that. No, it'd be Seth Green doing yeah. a J. And that's just noticeable. You don't want to catch people out. Also, Seth Green is, he's not intimidating. That's like his whole character. Everything. That's what, like, you talk about typecast. He's always the tiny, non threatening person because he's fucking four foot nine, Seth Green. <laughs> Except in that 70s show, he's very threatening. He, well, he's just. At the hoedown episode? They're bringing that back, by the way, I guess. Have you guys seen that? 
90 show, It's a baby. Netflix exclusive like everything, so it'll get two and a half seasons and get canceled. Perfect. That's all it needs, though. It needs enough to wet my nostalgia. Is Topher Grace coming back? Go away. He is. I think the only one not coming back is the one Danny. who raped him. Well, yeah, ladies. they don't want him. Yeah. And who cares anyway? Which is the who right cares? He He was worthless. Nobody really liked him. Hyde. Oh, Hyde was pretty Yeah, I know, but... but you don't want to say that now. He was pretty pivotal. No, He's no, like the you... one that got everybody high. <laughs> <laughs> he was the 70s in that 70s show. Yeah. The titular 70s. They even got uh, yeah. Red and Kitty to come back, too. Well, they weren't doing Well, yeah, else, come on. So Let's be honest. Too hard. Let, that's not true. Kitty, Kitty did WandaVision. She was I think she does a lot of voice yeah, acting, she's doing too. She shows around here all the no, time. She, and she does do that, but I think she's big in voice acting now. I'm almost positive. And Red hasn't done anything since RoboCop. Man, he did shoot the dick off that guy, though. RoboCop aims for the dick exclusively. Well, so does Red. He blew off RoboCop's dick. When he blasts him and he's like on his knees and he's like, ah, he blasts his dick off at one point. (laughs) It scarred me as a kid. I remember it very vividly. I was like, oh, my God, he (laughs) shot him in the dick. Ah, ah." It was traumatizing. Ah. What fuck, man? I don't know what to, uh, this movie's full of like '90s amazing actors, and just people keep showing up that I guess Kevin Smith is friends with somehow, like Joey Lauren Adams. He was dating her. He was dating time. Joey Lauren Adams, or was this pre-dating? I know that he was dating her during Chasing Amy, but I don't know if he was dating her here. I don't know. She has her boobs out like twice. Click. The studio flick. If you got to take him I out, take so. him out. I mean, I, I don't know. Claire Forlani, she's crushing it. Shannon Doherty, come on, man. Jeremy London. That was their big get. Shannon Doherty was huge yeah. at the time. It is wild, like, looking back at this cast list and, like, knowing what we know now, like, just how how great of polls this was outside of Jeremy London. Like how great of polls all of these Did actors they fucking are, Michael you know? Rooker is amazing. He shows his bare ass. Yeah. yeah we get does. Michael Rooker yeah, ass. Yeah, he does. It's amazing, dude. Dude. Yo, Stanley. Okay. Who's, has anybody been to the movies recently? Has anybody yeah. seen? Nope. No. Okay. Nope. I should say. <laughs> nice. Well, there's this preview for this movie where uh fuck it, who's that dude that just broke up with one of them uh kardashians oh uh pete davidson pete davidson yeah he's pete back davidson. He's on that escalator like, yeah and so anyways he, he has this this scene in the preview where he's like see this face i just look like i fuck i that's what i do i just fuck and when i saw stan lee come out and start talking to him i was like Stanley looks like he fucks. This Yo, Stanley, it, especially. It, it was so weird seeing such a, I guess, young, air quotes, <laughs> young Stanley. I was like, fuck, dude. That dude probably slaying so much cartoon pussy. I yeah, feel and he's immediately got the, the sunglasses that. inside, too. So he's just like, I'm better than all of you. I am so much better than all of you. And they frame it in the opening credits of Stan the Man. It's the adventures of the man. Yeah, dude, his sunglasses, dude, I, I like I couldn't stop staring at them. I want those sunglasses. 
Go get those sunglasses. I don't even care how fucking stupid I'll look, you know? You're going to look ridiculous. They're like cataracts glasses. Yeah. They're, like, they're not even like real sunglasses. <laughs> I think they're also prescription, which I've been in that boat where like, I mean, Stan Lee knew what he was doing, but I've worn my sunglasses into a store real quick because they were my prescription sunglasses. What I couldn't get over is that... Oh, yeah, okay, Mr. Hollywood. I'm pretty dude. sure uh, Stan Lee had a terrible toupee in this movie. He well, you say terrible toupee. Oh, toupees. man, yeah. Okay, so it was that was fake hair. I was like, God, that is awful. It, is he that or like he'd gotten fresh really plugs? Really good. <laughs> <laughs> now, Stan Lee's a really interesting he is. character. He was great in this flick. Person yeah. in general. He's really good. He gets what it is. uh, He's a bit of a snake oil Mm -hmm. salesman for his whole life. And that's not unknown. But I really, really love his cameo in Captain Marvel where he's reading the mall rats script on the bus. It's It's so good. Oh, well, now I'm going to have to watch that again just to pick that up. Because that's like one. Now, you know, know. well, of course, he is also in mall rats. I keep forgetting. But as. It's the best one for that reason, too. He's got a great I lo- <laughs> fucking Brody all hung up on superhero sex organs. He's, what about the thing? Is his rock like a rock? Oh, it's so, so Brody, perfect. man. It's I love so what he's good. given the whole speech about how, like, Lois Lane couldn't take Superman's load. And the whole time he's doing it, they're, like, walking in the mall. And, like, they go to sit down at the <laughs> fucking bench. And Jeremy London's character just, you know, walks around it. But Brody, being the selfish character that he is, just steps and walks over the other bench. And, keep, and like, I love that the camera follows him up and down. And it just, you're right, like, fucking T.S. is not the main character of this movie. This is Brody's flick, dude. He's even, no. like, he's on the cover, like, in the comic book style. And it's... And he's the one that lands, like, the TV show role at the end of the movie. But that exact scene that you just brought up really just paints how well they did in, like, just creating characters that felt so real and as, like, real friends. Mm -hmm. Because it is in that scene where they're talking about the, the possibilities of Superman impregnating somebody. And then they bring up the fact that they're, why are we talking about this in a food court? And they go on for two full fucking minutes in a pointless like argument about is this a food court? No, it's not a food court. This is a separate entity all on its own. Blah, 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 blah. I and understand like, that, that argument fully. Well, I was also precisely what friends would do. It was so perfectly written to give such reality to these characters. And I but, that's why I love this movie though? so much. It felt because so real. Kevin Smith does a funny thing where he writes dialogue really, really well, but he also writes it in a way that no one would ever actually. But it's talk. very artsy. I was going to say, mm. this is. Especially this one is like Kevin Smith. By this point, Tarantino had blown up, and Kevin Smith really liked Tarantino. And he's like, Oh, and I don't know if it was conscious or subconscious, but this is him like the dialogue. He's trying to do a lot of quippy Tarantino esque things. And it's you're saying I can write three minutes on a cheeseburger? <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> but I do think a lot of that performance is based in to Jason Lee and. Jeremy London, they do sell this friendship like you would think that they hung out every day for their entire lives and just they oh, man, they really fall right into it. That is the kind of stupid conversations that Uh I've just had with some of my best friends for like 10 minutes. And you're like, why did we just talk about that for 10 fucking minutes? But I also love like one of the 
more iconic scenes in this movie. And it shows the characters off really, really well is the topless yes. fortune teller. Yes. I was just thinking about that and how I was hoping somebody was going to bring that up. That was it, incredible. It's so perfect. How Quint's the one who doesn't want to go, and Brody's like, we're absolutely fucking going. It's going to take her top off. And then when they get there, he's, Brody's so grossed out by it. It's so yeah. good. I love when he yeah. can't, like, he's not looking, but then he peeks through his fingers still. <laughs> it's so uh, curious. <laughs> he, he can't stop staring. And I love that by the end of that interaction, he absolutely fucked Oh, yeah, fucked of course. Oh, 100%. absolutely. Like, so good. And the whole time, he's like, we got to go. We got to go. And by the end, he's like... I wish I had more. I love time. it too. Like <laughs> this movie again. You, you talk about it being a time capsule. Like the fucking giant bulky jacket. TS is wearing a flannel shirt with a big fluffy flannel jacket that he carries everywhere with him because it's the nineties. So and when he's not wearing it, he ties it around his waist. Ah, oh, yeah, you do yeah. Brody has this giant corduroy jacket that he just <laughs> wears everywhere. Beautifulness. Uh, we didn't even mention yep. any of these amazing shops. Well, we, we talked about fashionable mail, but there's rug munchers, the carpet outlet. Yes. Uh, of course. Yes. <laughs> what the fucking, the, the female store that Kevin Smith goes through the cartoon lady vagina. <laughs> How is it that on directly on the other side of that wall is a changing room? <laughs> Poor Joey Lord. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> He's got the sweet Batman helmet. Ugh. That scene was just so ridiculous. Another one of those setting up a schematic and it just going horrifically Very wrong. Wiley Coyote. I loved it. I loved it too, though, at the end when uh, Ethan Suppley's character flips out and kicks the thing, but it's just enough to like vibrate up and knock the tape up into his hands. And he's like, oh, shit, it worked. I got to get the tape in. Ah. So many beautiful little movie so things. Good. It ties it all back. Kevin Smith, why, why you got to go make yoga hosers now, bro? What happened? Oh, I mean, still. It's a story he had to tell, and he nearly died <laughs> after telling it. And What's have up? you ever heard that story after he had the heart attack? How he said like one of the first thoughts he had was, yoga hosers better not be Oh, really? Movie. No, that's hilarious, though. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God oh, it wasn't. Man. What was... No, what was that security Jay guard's Bob reboot is fantastic. I haven't seen it yet. I, uh, I want to, it. though. The security guard, though, he it was LaFleur's? LaFour's. LaFour's. LaFour's, yeah. LaFour's. Wait, when's Clerks 3 out? September. Yeah. September? Nice. Uh, I got to rewatch the first two. But LaFour's, I love the the buildup to that character. Just how over, over the fucking top it is and how everybody regret Like... These are all another reason why I was trying to figure out everybody's age that this is like the pinnacle of don't fuck with this guy is some security guy at the mall who has what 148 uh, captures and he possibly yeah. killed three people. I think it was 482 callers <laughs> all convicted and he killed two people. <laughs> I wasn't even close. Like, I get I do love that they, stats, they do fuck. I was they trying built to be the realistic. mystique of this guy by making even Jay and Silent Bob intimidated of him, and they the two times they do try to take him out, he shit. surreptitiously fools them or gets away. Like one time with the the kid that Silent Bob raises his hand at, <laughs> <laughs> just throws his toy truck at him. 
That kid yeah, was so he bad. Was, he was a little prick. He went he ham so on good. them. Uh, what a shitbag kid. He's not as bad as the kid that gets stuck in the elevator that finally learns his lesson later. The escalator. I love the escalator kid. <laughs> yeah, Yo, the elevator is very different. If there were a kid stuck in the elevator, he would have seen a Brody and uh, Shannon Doherty do it. You said it was a good <laughs> oh, size. That'd be weird. Oh, but when a girl says that, that's her nice way of saying it's small. What? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Man, both of those things were just so great. I love the constant harping back of the kid until the kid gets fucked up on the escalator. Like, it seemed so, like, why does he keep going back to this? But like we said earlier, everything in this movie has sure a does. payoff. Even the stupid shit, like, you don't even see. The stink palm comes back, has a payoff. Helps out. Oh, <laughs> I love the oh, stink palm. It's so good. Good luck eating chocolate covered pretzels. <laughs> I still ever. love them, but yeah. I'm not going to lie. I do From too, but I uh-huh. think about it. At this birthday party that I was at this afternoon, there were chocolate covered You thought about pretzels. this movie? Okay. Did you dive in? No, not at all. Because I immediately stopped thinking about the chocolate covered pretzels. Because once I saw his hand, I just I watched every scene going forward and just watched where his hand touched. I wasn't even thinking about the pretzels. I was just thinking about yeah. his hand, like and just envisioning these disgusting green stink lines coming out of it. And I'm like, nope. It's gonna yeah, be a but nope you got to walk dog. around for two days with the ass smell on your hands. Hey, small place to pay for smiting one's enemies. <laughs> Like that's yeah. such solid logic, give you know. A fuck, dude. I love it. Uh, he's in his life is the long yeah. con, pretty much. He won't even introduce Shannon Doherty to his mom. She has to yeah. sneak out of his bedroom. <laughs> what a total shit bag, dude. <laughs> oh man. I love how she like leaves through the basement window and tosses a letter in at him, breaking up with him. Like Again, so nineties so that like when did she write that letter, though? That's what I want to know, is when did she write it? Because, like, did she have sex with him and then go cry in the bathroom and write oh, it maybe, in there? Yeah. Like, damn it. Or did she, like, write it before she came out? She's like, I'm going to get me one more. And then... she. Did, I feel like over time, she's just been compiling this list of grievances. <laughs> she's had it for, like, a month, just ready to go. Yeah. Ready to go and, like, constantly updating it and adding to it. Like, I want to think that there's, like... This motherfucker picks the whalers addendums. one more time. I thought that was the only good part of the letter. <laughs> <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned for Sega. That's true. Sega boy. I did like the, oh. the little touch, the little Kevin Smith world building touch where like the the ceiling above where the window opened had like a spot where the the knob of the window went into it to like hold it up. Oh, that is so because it like yeah, dashed so many times it. and it like it like held the the window up as like she came in and out. It was a nice little world building thing. That is such a nice touch. That's one of those things that you absolutely just see in repeat mm-hmm. viewings. Which is another thing like I can't wait to watch this again just to not necessarily follow the plot but just watch the world around also, them and see what else that the- I can pull from it cuz the Attention to detail. It's the so weirdest good. Sega hockey game I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever played that hockey game. Whatever. What, I don't think I've ever played with that yeah. camera angle in any That's sports what I'm saying. game. It's so ever. weird. That yeah. confused I've, the fuck. All out of NHL me. games I played on the Sega were like kind of up, down, one third isometric. Yeah, yep. isometric. So, yeah, only monsters. I, that was so weird side. to me to see. But I guess if you're taking the Oilers up ten two, 
Why are you going to, or the whalers, the whalers. Whalers. And he was doing it in hard it? mode. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, I don't know that view. I'm just joking on that view. Good joke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, overall, man, I'll, I, Mallrats, whatever we're rating it, I give it a perfect score. This is my favorite Kevin Smith movie he's ever made. I love this fucking flick. Uh, I, I enjoyed every bit of watching it this time. It was, even knowing all the jokes, I'm at that point where, like, I say the jokes as they come up, but I still enjoy the shit out of them. So, I can't, every time that they say, what, like the back of a Volkswagen? I love it. We didn't even talk about Gil. So good. Gil Hicks, who is Dante from. Dante. Oh, I man, he's so great. Also, uh. Dude, did he. Did he not play the guy that was helping set up the stage earlier too? I that think got it was fired? either him or the dude with the long hair that gets knocked out with the weed. But it was one of those two dudes because he like runs off all funny and it's weird. Because I thought it was, I was like, man, that guy looks super familiar. Then I'm like, oh, that's Dante. And then he appears later as Gil. I'm like, wait, was that Dante? <laughs> I think it was supposed to be like a big reveal that it was uh, Dante at the end. Like it was oh, the same so they actor. Were hiding, Kevin Smith yeah. was hiding it in meta for us that were super huge Clerk fans. Uh, that's okay. the way I took it. But I mean, this is the the first film after Clerks and there are enough things there to establish an mm-hmm. universe. Like you have the girl drowning in the pool and that's why Brandy <laughs> needs to dive in. It's like, man, these little things. Yeah. It's perfect. It does set up everything. Sorry. These good sized things. It's, it's, it's a perfect flick. Yeah. Like I said, I did not thankfully watch this weird extended cut David scene. Cause again, it's, it's a perfectly clipped up. You yeah. don't need the governor thing. You don't need it. It's weird. But I don't, uh, the dating show is awful. <laughs> Brody gets it's so out yeah. of nowhere. Brody gets the Tonight Show though, and uh, he gets it by being the filthiest, crassest person. <laughs> oh, you mean like fucking? Which, which was so funny because like Rucker's character is just getting Svenny is getting like the fucking book about keeping not letting this go off the rails by the executives, and one of the contest the contestants has no fucking filter. Nud is like the most disgusting yeah. human and an awful person to another contestant. Love like, him. love this guy. That's Fucking not love that him. bad. Well, did he come or what? Jesus the Christ, had Bill. Pete Rose come back in. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Phillies just had Pete Rose back in their booth for like the first time in whoever knows how long. So they're selling like the, I don't know, 42nd anniversary of them making the playoffs or whatever. I don't know what they're doing. But Pete Rose is talking about cock high fastballs. <laughs> what a badass. As he's in 2022. On the air. And like one of the one of the announcers, like, yeah, I don't think we have a seven second delay. <laughs> I gotta look that up. That's fantastic. Did that just happen? That's <laughs> like amazing. Today, the day we're holy fuck. <laughs> I hope John Boy puts that out. Well, thanks for coming back. I'm pretty Pete. sure that's where I found okay, it. Okay, John Boy. I love John Boy's John a Boy. treat. John Boy's a gift to sports. And I have something else. Pete, before going on the show, was like, "You guys want to place a bet that I can say cock high on the air." Pete Rose doesn't give a shit. You got to know that. When you give a man a microphone who has nothing to lose, it's going it to get weird. I, I was just making a betting joke. Oh, because it's, it's Pete good. Rose. That's good. Uh, oh, I remember. Yeah. Good, good joke. See, somebody got that. Somebody got fucking show, got baby. that. I do have this video I've been saving to send to you uh, at some point, Dave. I'll send it to you after this. Give me a teaser. Uh, so, I don't know. Did you remember like this 
the thing in the 2019 season where like the baseballs were juiced where there's these yeah. guys that like they test just baseball bats that the baseball bat bros <laughs> but uh he tests like high school baseballs 2022 MLB baseballs and he got like 10 2019 MLB baseballs and like he does some some scientific testing on them to see if they really are juiced and it's, it's a pretty cool little 10 minute video you're going to love it Send it over. They were absolutely oh, juiced. By spoiler alert. Absolutely. They're juiced. Like a juiced billion percent. Fuck, dude. Juice. He's, he's getting like 108 exit velocity off the ball. <laughs> he's like, what in the fuck? It's it's good stuff. Man. Wait, so the yeah, balls like, are juiced? The way that they're wound yeah. in 2019, like they're very springy, so they explode off the bat. Dudes were getting mad home runs in the 2019 season. Man, they had an issue this year where the, there were, no one was hitting home mm-hmm. runs to start the season. And they were calling it like a second dead ball era. And now they think that MLB kind of like quietly put in different baseballs at this point to, you know, give make some it not boring. sort of excitement going on. You got to have a good mix. You got it. But also just choose yeah, all the players cares, too. Man, Diggers are at fun. this point. Let's go. They get paid <laughs> enough. Uh, make their heads really big and their balls really small. And give them fucking jetpacks. Let's go, Let boys. Them catch Let's the go. Runs if they're good enough. What is this fucking base I wars play on NES? Ball. I that sounds incredible. Base wars. base wars was a great game because it was just robots and you can never hit a pitch because they fire them out of their arms. You know what's coming back? Slam ball. Yeah, it is. I can't fucking Oh, is that, that's the yeah. basketball I just on, saw that the other day. Uh, trampolines. Right? Fuck yes. Trampolines. Slam ball's the shit, yeah. dude. Yeah. Dude, are we gonna watch? Any are we gonna look, dudes? Yes, let's have a slam ball season. Let's like let's pick a team. Let's. All, <laughs> I don't fantasy know if you want to go fantasy, fantasy, but I feel like we all pick a, like a different team, <laughs> and in. we see whose team does best throughout the season. Yeah, that's that's great. But if we do, fantasy is there slam for, ball is there fantasy season. slam ball? If there is, I will do it. Let's. <laughs> Even dude, I will. Be like, nah, let's find out. I will do fantasy nah. slam ball. Let's fucking go, boys. <laughs> I have said no to fantasy football leagues this year. I will 1,000% do fantasy uh-huh. slam ball. <laughs> like, I will buy Let's into go. fantasy slam ball. I'm in. Uh, Dave, Jesus I, I, Christ. I do appreciate you coming Dave. on, buddy. Oh, Sean was going to. Thanks. I got to ask for a ranking from Dave. I've okay, got a go ranking ahead. for Dave. Go ahead. All right. Dave, Dave you, you go to the mall. You're a mall rat. You're hanging yeah. out at the mall. I'm sure you had a cookie shop or two. Did you have cookie shops? Absolutely did. It wasn't part of the food court. Oh, it, it's not. It's a. It's not even adjacent. It's separate entity. It's a separate it's a thing. It's its own thing. For mid mall snacking, exactly. So if you need a mid mall snack and you're going to your cookie shop, this cookie shop, at maximum, holds 122 cookies at any given time. A maximum. You show up to that cookie shop. How full is that cookie shop? It has 121 cookies. And the reason Ooh. why it doesn't have that 122 is because I watched the weird extended edition. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because I bought one. <laughs> okay. Ding for the extended. <laughs> I had to watch a London. I don't remember which one's in this now. Uh, dressed as a Minute Man saying he's part That's of the so school weird, musical. Minute Man like. <laughs> and that right there. There's a cookie down the drain. Like the, the Revolutionary War Does it person give you Minute some... Man? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Minute Man. I will take a okay. picture and send it to you, and you do with Be- it what you will. Because you saw that, does it give you some weird sense of satisfaction knowing that 
they that Jeremy was probably typecast as that kind of role for the rest of his career, but because they're twins, <laughs> no. it also typecast Jason. No, because I couldn't tell you a fucking thing any of these twins did after this. Out cold. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, Out Cold is, is a Casablanca remake. And that's Out Cold is so fucking me. good, dog. Spoiler alert, so because I forgot Mallrats was a stoner movie, Out Cold is my stoner movie September movie this year. Well, Ta-da. There you go. I'm, I'm not upset. Stick your dick in a jacuzzi <laughs> and get ready to listen. It'll be great. I'm so excited Fuck for this yeah. movie. Zach Galifianakis? And like his movie debut? Yeah, dude. Yep. He's definitely there. When did that movie come out? I think that movie really got me into both Jack Johnson and Weezer. (laughs) Not gonna (laughs) right. (laughs) Anyways, I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole right now. (laughs) Sean. Mallrats. If you Shawnee Boy were hanging out at the food court, but across from the food court, there was a very popular thing in all malls in the 90s, which was a pet store. And in the window of that pet store, there were 22 little baby kikis. That's a little What's baby a kiki? kiki. Little baby kit. Little baby cat. Little baby, little baby kitten. There's 22 <laughs> of them in that box, and you gotta, you gotta give love. How many kitties are you giving love to on the glass? Um, I mean, there's 22 of them there, and I hope that there's going to continue to be 22 in there because I just hope none of them get adopted because cats are awful. Um, but because there's 22 there, that means that this movie's like, I love this movie. This movie was so much fun. It was so much fun, and I can't wait to watch it again, which is unlike Malignant from last week when I think I texted you a couple days ago, and I'm like, bro, I forgot that we even watched it. Like, I went to do a card for the movie, and I'm like, what movie did we do? Incredibly forgetful, for sure. And uh, unlike that movie, I can't wait to watch this one again, like, just another 10 times. It's it's a very good, warm, comforting food movie, so... It is, and it goes uh-huh. down great every single time. Kyle, let me ask you this. You got 11 pairs of socks. So you got sure, 22 sure. total socks. You're going to dump a <laughs> yeah. bunch of quarters in there into uh-huh. every single one of these socks. <laughs> How many socks full of quarters are you giving this thing? Still 22, man. Oh, man. Perfect flick, this small rats. I'm, I'm going to hit Lafleur's 22 times. It really with, might with be. These. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to try. Every time. You're going to miss. But. But you're going to try. Oh, That's I love when he, he gets his hat knocked off and he has the little, huh? The, the questioning face. Just <laughs> movie. Movie's fantastic. Kevin Smith is firing on all cylinders in this one. And well done, sir. You came out of the, the big budget movie. Rip roaring. So. Uh, I'm so glad we watched that, this That's one. all I got to say. Other than that, I, I Dave, I'm glad you came to hang out with this buddy. For me. Thanks for having me, guys. I know. It's always a blast. I love you both I dearly. We love you, and oh, we just love talking to you. I, I don't know what else to say. I'm glad that you came on. I love you, Dave. It's been great talking to you about all things Kevin Smith related and other things that weren't Kevin Smith that we talked about too. <laughs> I, I mentioned last week that like I really wanted to get away from those uh, 
like the the movies that were a little bit more i don't know would give me anxiety just watching them and this was the perfect the perfect 180 this was the perfect film to come back to and i enjoyed the shit out of this so dave thank you so much for being on man this is it was a pleasure to see you last week it's a pleasure to record with you this week fuck yeah that dating show didn't give you anxiety (laughs) who she was gonna pick david you know, I thought for a split second, I did Gil had a chance. Gil he, had he was, a chance. His mama's star boy. Dave, <laughs> uh, kind of, I didn't even discuss with the Sean, kind of putting you on the spot here. On your way out, uh, we don't really have anything taking us into Stoner Movie September yet. We got some weeks to fill up. Uh, give us a movie on the way out that we should watch before. Just uh, first thing pops into your head. He's drinking, he's thinking. Dazed oh. and confused. Oh, man. Why the fuck not? I what do you just, mean? Oh, man. Like we talked about it not long ago, but I'll talk about Dazed and Confused again because Sean's never seen it. We talked about it yeah. minutes ago. Yeah. Have you talked yeah, about it? Yeah, we did it show? for Stoner Movie September uh, one or two years ago. All right, then you're going to have to. It definitely edit wasn't there. one year ago. So yeah, I'm... it was two or three years ago, but. And I wasn't. And here, Sean so has never seen it, matter. so. I think that'll be good. And it could lead into... It didn't have to be Stoner Movie is what I was getting at, though. Because it's only the first week of August. We've got three more before we get there. He's still drinking and thinking. I'm confused as to what you're asking. I don't know either. Well, I was saying it, it doesn't have to be a Stoner Movie. It shouldn't. Are you asking for something for this month? For this for month, Stoner yes. Movie I'm sorry. To clarify, not oh. a stoner movie. That yeah. is not sorry. Yeah, I clarified. Meant, I meant for this month leading up to. My bad. Yeah, I thought it was for September as well. <laughs> so yeah, not stoner movie. What should we cover before we get there? <laughs> Dave request. <laughs> Fuck. I do not like the way he just laughed. <laughs> Sean, I have a quick question for you. Sure. Shoot. Have you ever spilled the beans? Oh, shit. About? The lighthouse? Oh, no. No, 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 no. What you told me? No. Boys? Has Sean ever the seen lighthouse. The Lighthouse? Fuck. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was going to say, I thought you hated The Lighthouse. Dave likes it. Oh, the fuck. Lighthouse. Okay. I'll watch it. I'll, I'll love no, it. I'll watch but that again. It's going to make Sean a miserable boy. But we'll do it. Yeah, that's kind of my that... MO in life. If like if I have one friend who I want to ride up and down the escalator, <laughs> it's Sean. Yeah, well, you're an okay size. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, ride up and down the escalator. I thought you said elevator. And <laughs> I got mad confused and also <laughs> super uncomfortable. <laughs> this is good. I want Sean to uh, have a horrible escalator oh. accident, and he says I have a small penis. So this is I the love perfect it. way to it's, go out. It was great. Uh, Dave, oh. why don't you tell the audience what they can go do? Snicked. Yes. Snicked. Snicked. snicked He's imitating snicked, Wolverine's snicked, Berserker snicked, Barrage snicked, attack. Snicked. 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 Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Dave. Bye. Bye.